watching your one piece. We are the collapse of liberation. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to We Are. Uh, we were fed a lie for a thousand seventy episodes, just about. It's the wrong fruit. Wrong fruit, fucker. <laughs> The classic, Do you feel lied to? The Do classic jape. The classic <laughs> ruse. It wasn't a paramecia at all. This has never <laughs> happened before. They lied so hard, they tricked us into thinking it was a different kind of fruit. But not that different, if you think about it. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we just called it rubber because one time one guy's body could actually just do that. I guess so. <laughs> and also, he was a god. Yeah. Gods are real, even though uh, Zoro doesn't believe in them. <laughs> that <laughs> Zoro villain arc incoming. <laughs> <laughs> this is the hardest I've laughed at an episode of One Piece, probably. <laughs> it's great. Uh, yeah, I'm Jory. You're Joe. You should. Yeah, that's uh, you the probably fuck it. You probably know who we are at this point, right? <laughs> if you're jumping, I don't know. Maybe someone's jumping on right now. They just need to get their hands on every piece of content because Gear 5's too exciting. We broke Crunchyroll servers. Honestly, we maybe broke Plex servers. <laughs> yeah, Plex also was like being fucky. I, I know uh, Plex has like we some like w there's weird stuff people do through Plex that that maybe I think SummerSlam combined with this One Piece episode might have just crashed Plex. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> But we we watched 1071. We've seen Gear 5. I mean, I guess I've seen I've seen the manga. But I, I've read through this whole fight. But obviously it was exciting to see it animated. Yeah. And now you've seen it. You know. I have. A I lot know of what's things going you didn't on know now. before. Yeah. I do. I understand now. I, I, know, I know the answer to the question. Why are you white? I finally yes. know. A year after me making that joke. <laughs> I, I know now. It's, it's that uh, Luffy isn't made of rubber. He did not take a bite of gum gum. <laughs> my whole world is shaken. Yeah. The, the core tenets of my life. How did that happen? He took a bite of gum gum. It's this not is the true. Last, we've, we've joked about updating the One Piece rap so many times. I never thought this would be the thing that had to be updated. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, oh, yeah, there's new crew members, right? That's who you got updated for? No. No, it took a bite of zone zone, fucker. The first thing Luffy said when he met Momonosuke is, I don't know how to change back. I'm not a zone user. <laughs> yeah. And now, here we are. Proof that he's was, well, he's not lying. He didn't know. It wouldn't be funny if he knew. No. The, the fucked up thing with this is that uh, Shanks knew. Shanks definitely knew. Shanks probably, yeah, Shanks probably knew. But I mean, you can't tell him. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Just like, hey, hey, little buddy, you just ate a fruit that turns you into rubber. No one fucking say anything. Uh. Well, I wonder how if the rest of the crew knows. Maybe after they left Luffy, there was like, guys, I got to get something off my chest. <laughs> that that fruit, that wasn't rubber. <laughs> there's no way that's rubber. That's not how rubber works. Yeah, no, there's a lot of things he's been able to do this whole time that don't make any fucking sense. And this is the justification for them. <laughs> He he can survive getting shocked by lightning, not because he's made of rubber, but because it's funny. It's it's exactly. funny when he can survive getting shocked by rubber. That's by also why he survived the blast breath one time. <laughs> yeah, because it's funny. And all the other shit he's been able to do. <laughs> 
Because he's a cartoon. He's a comic book character. <laughs> he is. He does a full-on Flintstones routine in this episode. <laughs> he His eyes pop out of his head, and then he grabs the eyes and puts them back in his head. It's so good. It's so fucking good. There were some uh, reaction shots from Kaido that I just straight up actually busted out laughing. Yeah, it's really good. Like, because, like, he... So, I mean, we're jumping around because this is there's other stuff that happens in this episode that isn't Gear 5, but whatever. <laughs> we'll, we'll do a Hiori corner at the end. But. Oh, yeah. That, that, that part I was going, everyone should be asking, where's Luffy? What, Luffy's yeah. not on screen? <laughs> it's in the chapter, too. That's not that. I mean, the chapter does cover both, but which is why I kind of thought that um, the Moon Princess song was going to be mixed together with the, the drums Drum. of liberation. But oh, that'd be a, cool if they layered not, them over. Yeah, not exactly what happens, but you it's like a new version of Overtaken, which I think is sick. Yeah. And there's like bits of we are in there too as he's as he's turning white, powering up, <laughs> um smoking that shit that makes me feel like the white Luffy. <laughs> I love that with the the fucking dr- the uh <laughs> VMU for fucking the visual the music visualizer for the drums just flashes mm-hmm. into saying Joy Boy, that's so cool. Yeah, I think it says Gear Five at one point too. I don't, I'm not, don't, don't check me. Uh, yeah. So the the episode starts with mostly recapping what happened last, like the the reveal from last time, which is Luffy starts to like reinvigorate himself, and Zunisha very slowly says, "Oh shit, that Joy Boy. Uh, oh, <laughs> what up?" <laughs> but then. You know, also Momonosuke, and, and, and as he repeats it out loud, confused, Yamato learns this as well. But the the music bangs, there's a but the sound effects in this episode just go so nuts. It's so great. They used every single one. <laughs> oh, this is this is so cool. They they really went all out on this. Yeah. You, you, you liked it? You had fun? You had good time? Absolutely. It turned into a Looney Tunes. Quite, quite literally, like... <laughs> A lot, I mean, a lot of it's in the manga, too, like Kaido's eyes popping out of his head. <laughs> I, multiple times, it's, I, I almost, more than anything else, I like that fighting Luffy in this form makes other people into cartoon characters. Yes, and it's something that, like, it's a, it's a fun uh, thought exercise with your friends when you're watching cartoons and they do, like, goofy cartoon stuff, and it's like, how much of that is, like, I, I, like all the, like, noises that Luffy was making, I, I fully believe that's diegetic. To the yeah. sea. Like you hear Luffy's his, his legs body, do, I think, do, is making those boing boing noises. Yeah. Is the boing boing the like uh fast running sounds, like all that stuff is just there. Uh like I don't think you could use diegetic to explain like the eyeballs popping out of the head, but I fully believe if like Zoro was watching, he'd go, Hey, wait a minute, how come his eyeballs popped out of his head? No, yeah, I think that's all literally happening. I think yeah. that that that's the power of uh the fruit, is just that like and, and I think that's why uh, when this first was revealed over a year ago now, there was there was, you know, debate. Do do we do we count this as a chosen one narrative because his power has been a god this whole time? And I think <laughs> I don't because the power is so directly tied to his imagination still like yeah. it's a god who had a who was ridiculous rubber man and did all <laughs> these important things. but. Then, like, Luffy's only able to, like, Luffy thinks of all the weird shit he can do with, with a rubber body. Yeah. It just happens to tie a couple narrative threads together that he is the reincarnation of Joy Boy, who is also Nika the Sun God. 
a guy that was only mentioned by name 50 episodes ago. Probably the like quickest something has been set up and then immediately answered like that. <laughs> I feel like by the nature of One Piece's late game payoffs, Nika should have been mentioned by name in Skypea. Yeah. Which he was not. <laughs> uh, someone, I, I, and I don't know if this is a translation thing because I've seen panels where someone mentions a sun god just by that name in mm. Skypea, but I haven't done enough digging to figure out how uh how, how direct that translation is or or where that panel came from it's it's yet to be confirmed how long he has been cooking i do believe that he probably had something like this in mind when doing when skypea was the the midway point and i i don't remember which or where in sds he would have said this but he's always said like Oh yeah, well my favorite end of arc party or my favorite party I've drawn is the one in Skypea. And that's the one where Luffy is like doing a silly dance around a campfire and he looks exactly the same as the silhouette of Nika. And I'm like, well that's something, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be. That's got to be. Obviously, I think the joke when he says I'm not a zone type user to Momo is intentional. <laughs> it's a very long running idea of a joke. It, 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 you do get that payoff. It's definitely like mm -hmm. meant to be. There's also so Joy Boy's first mentioned in Fishman Island, which is it mentioned because Robin reads this letter he wrote. He's like, "Sorry, can't come back, but one day I'll help you guys out at Fishman Island." And at the end of that arc, Luffy challenges Big Mom and is like, "I'm gonna make this my territory." <laughs> so I mean, there's a lot of things that like I think make sense of once you are told, "Oh yeah, Luffy is." Joy Boy because his fruit was is, is the power of Nika who was Joy Boy 800 years ago which I'm also like okay cool so like we're definitely gonna see Zunisha more probably why didn't he do more at Wano in my opinion but Zunisha gonna join the crew I mean I, it, it seems like I'm surprised Luffy hasn't asked <laughs> that's true but uh, I, I do wonder if Zunisha will be involved with whatever the fleet ends up doing I've been thinking about the fleet lately because the specific dialogue of when the fleet is formed is like all of these people will be involved in a big event. And I'm just like now thinking about how vague that is because I'm like, oh, it, it probably isn't. What if it isn't like the end game big free for all battle? Because like Wano kind of feels like that in some way. And now that Oda has really put his foot down, I'm like, I care more about drawing funny shit than yeah. big dramatic shit. I wonder what uh where all the chess pieces are going to fall with the fleet and Blackbeard and uh, the el the elders, the Marines. Also, I mean, obviously, I'm I'm up to date on the manga. I haven't read all the chapters, but I'm up to date of like what has happened. The beats, the beats, and uh, as as of like the chapter that's concurrent to this episode, it's like Jesus Christ, we assuredly are in the end game, and that feels that way every week. And I know that. I feel like we've been saying that for so long, but <laughs> and I mean, o Oda said we're we're in that uh, that phase, so we are, yeah. But like, it's just it's constant that constant <laughs> feeling of like, it oh boy, it, it it doesn't feel like a gag; it feels like genuine. But also, it kind of is a gag, I guess, because it's <laughs> it's one piece. Yeah, <laughs> and with, with this, it like how are they gonna have how are they gonna manage to have the weight of that kind of fight when Luffy could do. This <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's gonna be insane. I want like how does he match up with Blackbeard now or any of the Marines? Like 
it, does this mean that Son Goku is like a much bigger deal? Are there going to be two gods fighting each other now? Like, that's weird. Also, my big thing is, and I guess this hasn't been directly confirmed, that the smoke collar thing is related to awakening or using mythic zone types. Because I'm always like, well, Son Goku didn't have one. <laughs> it's, we've only seen it on Luffy and Yamato. But also Luffy's oh, had yeah. it a while. Like Luffy had it with Gear 4. So and, and and I mean, this is a, this is me reaching, but uh, could could uh the steam from uh Gear Two be tied to that? Maybe like that's the it's smoke starting very to form. Possible, yeah. <laughs> well, there was someone, and and this episode, the phrasing in it kind of goes against this idea because I was talking about this behind spoiler tags in the Discord, and people were talking about how maybe like awakening isn't necessarily and. and this goes along with how Law and um, uh, Kid use their powers. Awakening isn't really like a, swi a switch you flip and everything after that is awakened. It's kind of a thing that you like push yourself to temporarily. Yeah. So it's like maybe any time that the smoke collar is there, it's awakened and Sengoku wasn't using an awakened power at the time. It's kind of my perspective on it, but also it's just speculation from a visual motif we've only seen on two <laughs> mythical zone users. And one of them has been around since Dress Rosa, but throwing shit out there that I haven't been able to say on the podcast until now. So you feel positively about him being Nika? I know that I, it's, it's a thing that I kind of understand where people are coming from if they're like, feel upended by it. I never was. I was like, that fucking rules. This, I, <laughs> because I was reading the chapter and I was seeing the payoff and I was like, oh, it's just like he's a, he is a mythical rubber man. And that it was 800 years ago. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Yeah, I th I think it's a uh, it's very very cool. It's very fun. <coughs> I I I am enjoying seeing uh bad posts of people going. He just turns it into a cartoon, and Kaido's this big bad guy, and they get treated like that. Yeah, it's funny. What show yeah, are you have watching? You, <laughs> also, have you not like you got all those fights? You you've been watching that for seventy episodes. You go back and watch the Katakuri fight if you also want to just see floor cubes. But like. That that's the thing about Wano that I like too is that like it's not like it's all been goofy. Yeah, it's not like he got to Gear Five early, and this is all that happens now. <laughs> it's it's more so y you do get both, but may I, and I don't think this is the last time we get serious fights, especially because Zoro and Sanji aren't going anywhere. <laughs> it's gonna be like the people who like Zoro more than Luffy and are like, yeah, Zoro's my favorite character. I think Luffy's annoying. Also, my name is Moist Critical. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that, but he was talking. He was talking about like he didn't even like One Piece that much until he got to Inuyasha. And I'm like, how do you watch 300 episodes of it then? <laughs> yeah, how do you how do you watch it? But anyways, um, come on our podcast. We'll roast you in front of all I don't know 700 of our dedicated listeners. <laughs> Glad that you like it. I remember when this happened uh, over over a year ago now, and. I mean, primarily I saw positive takes, but I remember joking at the time that the only opinion I cared about would be Jory's. <laughs> I was like, there's only one opinion about this revelation that I care about, and I won't know it until it's animated. <laughs> oh, this, this, this shit is great. It's fucking, uh, it's a Looney Tunes fight, and it, it looked, they, they really just pulled out all the, all the stops, got everything overloaded, fucking stretching the... Uh, budget as far as they can go for 
incredible looking sequences. It's it's insane. The, the first half of the episode really just focuses on like Luffy wakening up. Yeah. A, and being like, why am I alive? What's going on? But I feel great. I, I can keep fighting and I feel like everything is really funny. Yeah. And you get the sequence of the elders being like explaining that this was the mythical zone fruit for Nika this whole time. And you see Luffy jump in front of the moon <laughs> and do the pose, which is interesting to me that they uh, obviously I, that the silhouette always struck me as like in front of the sun. But obviously it's nighttime. Interesting little, I guess. I don't know what that inversion is supposed to mean anything. But uh, also the, his conqueror hockey is just like going crazy and people are noticing it in the performance floor. They're like, is Luffy fine? Is Luffy? What's going on up there? And people are just <laughs> passing out. Uh, and then uh, before the, this is also before the eye catch is the Hiyori stuff, which is a little bit repeating what happened last time. Uh, she talks to Orochi and he's like, no, I liked Odin. Let me go. I'm not lying. <laughs> and the, the big thing that's new in this scene is Cousin Bo. What, what's his name? Uh, Kanjiro's little, the last spark of his thing being like, boss. Boss, I fucked up big time. <laughs> and Orochi's like, all right, cool. New job. I got a new role for you. Set this woman on fire. And he's like unable to listen and sets Orochi on fire instead. <laughs> yeah. And it looks brutal. Yeah, it looks fucked up. <laughs> I, I, I love it. And she just kind of watches him burn. And then we go back to Luffy and he's like, my heartbeat sounds funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, wait. We go to the eye catch. We come back with a new one. Yeah, new, like, him in front Nika of the moon. The first half of the episode, you are kind of like not getting a great look at Luffy's face. And then back uh, after this, you, you do now. And you kind of see that his eyes are kind of weird. They're like way more round and cartoony. It's like it's like distinct from his key art. Usually uh, he's got uh, the, the, the puffy white uh, eyebrows as well. Um, looks like Sanji now. <laughs> and his hair is obviously white. His his shirt and pants turn white as well, but not his sash. The purple sash he's been wearing stays purple, which is I just think it looks great more than more than anything of like, oh, why doesn't that turn white? Who cares? It lo it's a great design, which I'm assuming you agree. I mean, you've you've I'm yeah. assuming you've also seen it a hundred times. Uh, I've I've seen it and then go to oh oh no I can't look at that and kept okay. scrolling. Nice. Um, I, and I, and it's barely in film red. This was the thing too, where you're like, well, if he, if he goes super tune force, then maybe Jory <laughs> has to sit it out, but he doesn't, he does a move that he would have done in snake man. Yeah. And then, uh, when it's, when it's close up, it's, it's all whited out, but it looks like a way that would be stylistic, a stylistic choice and not like a hint at anything. And then what's far away from him, it's white. And it's like, I don't know. You got to really be searching. Yeah, you, you made the, the very funny joke of they forgot to color him in. <laughs> yeah. They, also, you can kind of tell his eyebrows are different, but it's whatever. You'd have to, I think, be picking it apart to watch that as anime only and be uh, necessarily spoiled. Which is why we were like, yeah, Jory, go see the movie. <laughs> yeah, and then he uh, bounces around a bunch <laughs> and he's like, this is my peak. This is peak fiction for real, for real. <laughs> yeah. Luffy says cinema. <laughs> and I'm like the one I'm I'm, tur I'm turning on Luffy now. I feel like the translation choice to call it peak is so intentional of like them knowing how people talk online. <laughs> it, 
<laughs> no, he should have uh, said Kino. This is Kino. <laughs> yeah, this is Luffy's Kino. I mean, considering that there's, there's the impact frame that's smoking on that Big Mom pack, I do think that, like, the staff at Toei have an understanding of how people are <laughs> online about Luffy um, and, and One Piece in general. But the, re- the second half of this episode is the real, like, fighting. Yeah. And it's it really just kind of starts and doesn't stop. I might watch it again <laughs> after we're done recording. He blows up his arm really big. He reaches into the performance floor and grabs Kaido and drags him out. And his <laughs> eyes stay in the performance floor. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, ugh. Toei does such a good job with it. This is why, like, I, I, this, I don't, this is not true. But people were making rumors that, like, oh, Warner Brothers was doing animation on it. <laughs> That's um, funny. And I think we, because I think I t- tiptoed around it being like, oh, a different studio is maybe working on it. And then it was never actually proven true. And I, it is not true <laughs> by all accounts. But uh, it's, it was a rumor for quite a few months. And you can see why. He, they don't need to. I, I joked that I would have to talk about the importance of Duckamuck on this podcast. <laughs> and I, frankly, we should. I think it's, at only seven minutes, one of the most important films. In, in the history of animation because it is it is uh, D- D- uh daffy duck not donald duck daffy duck being terrorized by the animators contextually oh, yeah. and at the I- end it's revealed that bugs bunny is the one drawing the cartoon <laughs> but it's very funny and i think it is one of the peaks of just like there are there are no rules to animation you can make any two two images turn into one another yeah. and anything can happen if you can think of it and draw it and it's funny and i think that is luffy rules now because like again his eyes pop out of his head he puts them back in he picks up the ground and turns it into rubber to reflect a blast breath and um it kind of gets like freeze frame reaction pictures which are so funny it's like it's like those mr incredibles like uncanny valley things uh, where it's like, if you don't know, if you do know, is now where you see the format all the time, but just like the black and white. Oh, uh, yeah. Hu- Human-looking Mr. Incredible. Yeah. That's basically what Kaido does for like, <laughs> a f- like a split second. And then yeah. he gets blasted. A bunch of really silly-looking shit. He gets a cartoon bump on his head. <laughs> and stars fly around. And Luffy just laughs the whole time. And I also laugh. Yeah. It's so good. Um, he does grab, so after he grabs Kaido and pulls him up, he, like, swings him around and slams him against the floor. It is, it is very Flintstones. It is, like, uh, what, like, Bam Bam or whoever slamming around his parents, or I haven't watched the Flintstones in so long. But that's, I, I was able to place it. I was like, oh, that's where I've seen this routine before. Yeah. Um, I do, like, also one time where Luffy's barreled over laughing, he claps with his feet. (laughs) Just a nice touch. We we there's like a little montage of like all of the other gears Luffy has as like yeah, letters that's pop on so the screen. Sick, pretty great, and also like you get this. It, it it's now an iconic pose, uh, which is why I think they give it so much attention. Of like the Luffy like on his ass, ha- like one hand on his gut, one hand on his face, laughing too hard at his own shit that he's doing. <laughs> it's on the box for the next uh, set of the cards, I think. Is this pose of Luffy's? And there's the big Gear 5 title card. I thought that was going to be the to be continued, but there's still like another like couple minutes because Kaido's like, I'm glad you're alive. I didn't want to win the way, didn't you see like a flashback of the CP0 guy doing that? Luffy's like, no worries. I'm just, I'm having fun. We're fighting more. 
And you see like a montage of all the previous budget breaking punches. Yeah. <laughs> uh before um like Kaido like they're they're kind of just squaring off, but like so Kaido's like dramatically flying in and Luffy like jumps up and does a silly little run where his his legs turn into like Sonic the Hedgehog things. <laughs> then they stand off and you just kind of like it's it's dragged out a little bit. This just like fr- freeze frame of like Luffy's face before it goes to to be continued. That's that's the episode. That's Gear 5. That's Luffy's peak. I mean, we're going to see Luffy do Gear 5 shit for like I think three more episodes before yeah. the fight's over. That's the thing is like as everyone was excited for this episode and, and some of these big moments, there's still so much great shit to come. <laughs> oh, and the other thing I didn't mention that one of my favorite funny things he does is like he pulls on his sash and like it, he, he does it and it like buffs up his chest and he goes like muscle, muscle, muscle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he does, he then he like punches Kaido like he's uh, like one of those like boxing punching bags. <laughs> yeah, he, he like winds his arm up like he's Popeye and like. Yeah, he so does cool. like <laughs> straight up Popeye. I did retweet some Gear 5 Popeye art. I, I'm officially retweeting Gear 5 art. Welcome, welcome to that era. I, I have to mention uh, a, a big barrel chest, a Luffy, <laughs> because it's. Just such a such a great panel, but also they they did it so much justice animating it. It it sounds like he's saying monkey in in the Japanese when he's like it's translated to muscle muscle muscle, but it sounds like he's saying monkey a little bit to my my English ears. Doing the uh someone says pervert and Frankie's like, huh? You talking to me? Oh yeah. <laughs> but great great sequence. A lot of polish on on everything. Excited to see the rest of it. Excited for the rest of One Piece, to be honest with you. I am going to watch this episode again. I don't know that I've ever, like... Obviously, this show is kind of premised around me rewatching episodes of One Piece. But you don't watch them, like, that soon after? <laughs> no, I've, I don't know I've ever watched an episode and thought, I'm going to watch that again. I'm going to put that on again. <laughs> this shit is so cool. Yeah, which, to be fair, like... I don't know if I... I rarely do that with anything. I I will say I don't know that this episode I still think 1015 might be my favorite episode as much as like these sequences go sick go crazy just because like you can kind of feel like these are the big important segments and then these are like the other parts um whereas like I don't remember feeling that way with 1015 but it doesn't fucking matter it's a, this isn't a ranking podcast I was just wondering going into it I'm like is this going to dethrone uh, 1015 is an episode that I, I think is my favorite. Maybe the last one of the fight will end up being the big sick one. There's also plenty of great Wano stuff to happen before they leave after Kaido's defeated. Um, spoilers, but <laughs> Kaido gets defeated. Yeah, it's, it's funny because we made that joke before, and then he did actually win last <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, he did. I could have made the joke that oh, actually Kaido wins, and I would have been right. I would have been only sort of lying. I guess I, I can't think of anything else that we really need to talk about in this episode. Little tiny details here and there. Obviously, I mean we can talk more about Nika and Joy Boy. I'm very excited for. I I don't even know like what to expect from you per, for predictions. You could just say that like make up Looney Tune shit. <laughs> like Luffy's gonna get a big eraser and erase Kaido from the anime. Like are they like is are we going full French New Wave? Like does he know he's in a show now? (laughs) That would be so fun. 
There's no other popular comic character that knows he's in a, a comic, by the way. This is a thing from the French New Wave. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. It's it's just, I, I, uh, I've i never wanted to go, like, frame by frame through an episode while recording and be like, okay, so then he does this. Because <laughs> it's not even like I'm doing it any justice describing it excitedly on the podcast. This is just yeah. like, <laughs> we're just excited that we saw it. I'm excited that I'm going to go see it again. <laughs> We get to see more of it in a week. Yeah, he, he thinks of more funny stuff to do, fighting Kaido. I, that's another thing that I really love about it, and I think I gestured at this in the last episode or so, but I like that it's not like Luffy drags him up and punches him and wins. He still has to like fight him more. Like Kaido still puts up a fight, and Luffy is still pretty tired from having been fighting for... 70 episodes, which is still canonically shorter than the Katakuri fight. <laughs> That's, you know, stuff we can talk about more next time. I just, I just love that it's not quite so deus ex machina feeling in, in reality. Yeah. Which I think it's easy to worry about that. If, you were, if, I, if I were to tell you, may, maybe when Who is Who first mentions Nika, if I were to be like, oh, that's Luffy, by the way. He, his fruit is secretly uh, the sun god. I feel like it's easy to imagine the bad version of that. Yeah. But... My trust in Oda has never been betrayed. I, I, I think at this point, he, he is incapable of missing. Like It feels that if, way. If there's anyone who has ever been invincible and is not fucking <laughs> it up. And look, I, We're gonna, I, I'm going to be playing back this audio at some point when he yeah. does inevitably miss. And I'm going to be like, well, poorly aged. He didn't, he didn't write the weird Sanji shit in whichever movie where Nami becomes a teenager, right? As long as that doesn't, isn't his. I uh, as I like wrestling. I've seen stuff that's been handed up to to fucking promoters on a fucking silver platter, and they're like, nah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I I have been let down in uh astounding ways in stuff <laughs> that you would think no someone can't fuck up from here, and then they do. Uh, I I I would hope Oda Oda would not. <laughs> and he has. There are plenty of things in One Piece that are subpar or that we have complained about rightfully so that have not aged very well. When it comes to Luffy, <laughs> I do not think he will miss. <laughs> He's been thinking about Luffy for longer than, well, not longer than I've been alive, unless he was planning it before <laughs> I was born, in which case maybe. I'm not that young. Longer than some people watching this are alive. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, they do also, I gotta draw attention that the 5L just call it the most ridiculous power. Not the strongest. It's not the strongest power in the world. It is the most ridiculous. <laughs> That's what's good about One Piece. <laughs> I think right there. And the most free. Awakening makes him more rubber and more free. <laughs> yeah, because I, I think Luffy just straight up says, I can do whatever I imagine now. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> All of the dumb shit I've been cooking up in my head. I can just do it. <laughs> I can do it now. But yeah, I mean, I think that's, unless you have anything else to talk about in the episode, I mean, there's really just the ending, I think, for us to cover. That ending's pretty good. It's good. Yeah, it's, it, we, we just had a Patreon episode on the endings, and our major takeaway was none of these are sticking in our head because they are so of their time. Yeah. And they don't really have a ton of impact. It's, it's also just been so long since we've seen them whereas this one because it feels like 
uh, more similar to what One Piece openings have sounded like for a long time. It's like, okay, yeah, no, this is good. It's got really nice art. And it looks very pretty. Yeah, a lot of a lot of Yamato. It, you can tell it's post-Wano because they're, like, getting their shit together. <laughs> they're chilling. And I'm like, I guess you can start this already. That's fine. We saw Robin in an opening before. <laughs> yeah. Before uh, she joined the crew. But it doesn't show... It hints at one thing that I don't even know that you would clock if you weren't a manga reader. Because I was like, oh, are they going to show that? Oh, no, just just hinting at it. Not a not a big deal thing, but something that I'm curious if it has crossed your mind yet. (laughs) Um, I guess I won't say more than that, but uh, it's not scary, I promise. But yes, ending's good. It did. It didn't hit me until like a little bit in that the opening is is shorter now um, to fit the ending. Like at first I was yeah. like, oh, is, is this like audio desync? Is this something wrong with my computer? Like, and then I realized that no, it was just like weirdly cut down and it doesn't really time up the way it's supposed to as a result. I did notice that they didn't show like, here's what's happening on this episode. Yeah, I guess they'll, I guess they'll stop doing that now. <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're supposed to get a new opening in a couple episodes. I think they were, it's, it's going to choke year five and I knew it would. I was just like, I hope they wait until after. <laughs> they show it um not even just for jewelry i just i would be more satisfied that the first place i see it is not the opening yeah but yeah so next time we'll see even more ridiculous bullshit that luffy thinks up and kaido try to deal with it and probably get aggravated until then it's it's just gonna be we're, we're gonna do our plugs and then jory's gonna make their always correct predictions at the end of the episode and i think it's my turn to do patron names so i'm gonna pull that I up jory so. while you while you uh tell people where they could find you on the internet all the great websites that are out there uh you can find me on uh any website where i'm cool with you finding me at i'm no i'm jory you can see my like anime watching on annualist.co where i uh i'm caught up with one piece yeah where you can see that uh i've been got a bunch of stuff on letterbox you can see the bad movies that i watch on there uh sometimes i watch good movies Let's see, you can, uh, Twitter's where I got tweets at, you know, I'm just, uh, all over on the internet. I'm sorry, you said Twitter? I haven't heard of that one. <laughs> where, I, I don't, I don't know what Twitter. I don't know what tweets are, I don't know what Twitter is. Uh, I mean, X, you can find me on X. Yeah, you can find me on X Premium. I think that's about where you can find me, I don't, I don't got a whole lot going on. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. Coming soon to the Jory Zone. Relaxation. Uh, you can find me on the internet in various places uh, under Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J-O, which uh, Twitter, tw- tw- Twixer, tw- is, there a, is there a nobody name with Twitter? If you put an X in it, probably. Probably. Skrillex and Instagram threads, whatever. Um, I don't really use any of them. If you're somehow unaware, I mention it every time, but there's a trailer for my documentary that I made that you can go watch in... Well, actually, not in any of those places, but um, Twitter's where I have it pinned up. And then you can also go to halfserioushalfkidding.com. Thank you to anyone who has checked it out. Uh, it's a movie about a musician. It'll come out probably this year. It's done, but, you know, it's a process. Anyways, that's about it is Ghost of Joe things. And then for this podcast, if you want to follow us on Twitter, where we are now retweeting Gear 5 shit and making Gear 5 jokes, because now we can. That's going to be We Are Watching OP. <laughs> if you want to join us on our Discord, which you should, that place pops off 
you can find a link in the show notes or in our Twitter bio. We're not on threads or any other shit yet. Whenever one fucking ring rules them all, we'll, we'll bunker down. But until then. <laughs> we'll make a blue sky when it's not invite only. Because uh, yeah. blue sky isn't for... Uh brands or material or anything it's just for no posts. i've heard it's kind of for libertarians <laughs> uh. and like and like weird tone policing people is like all i hear about it yeah that's part of it uh for the most part i just it's, it's like what if twitter went back to being twitter <laughs> to me okay what twitter used to be yeah basically that doesn't even sound that good to me though is the problem <laughs> uh but anyways i'll join it eventually i'm sure uh but we are watching OP. That's also our Patreon. Patreon.com slash we are watching OP where you can get these episodes uh, a, a little bit early, depending on how early we can record um, now that we're weekly. We also do a monthly bonus episode. This month we are rewatching Film Red and doing a commentary track. So excited to give that movie a second pass, give, give more attention to the musical numbers and watch it with headphones on. Um, stuff like that. We'll talk over it. We'll have a great time. And you can get that for a dollar or more. Thank you, anybody who gives us more. Um, and we also read out everybody's names. And it's it's my turn to do that live on the podcast. So thank you to our patrons by the name of AZ Couple, Adam Anton Becca, Blue Sunrise, Brittany Cappy, Captain Moak, Chad Connor, Damian David, Deus Equus, Eric V, Fig, Forrest, Fooney, Gage, Heidi, Jay Harkins, Jacob, Jacob, oh, Jacob G, Jacob K. <laughs> that's, I think that's that new. Is that new? Welcome, Jacobs. Uh, James, Joe, Josh, June Song, 91. Cat Ken, King Salamander, who uh, <laughs> form, formerly known as the artist, formerly known as the real Jory. <laughs> um, Kyle, Lena, Lucas, Luke, Maddie, Maggie, Mallory, Martha, Mick Foley, 299, Milo, Morgan, my buddy, Nick, Peter, Phoenix, Ryu, Raish, Riley, Rodsters, Ryan, Screed, Snowy Scales, Spandan, Steven, Taniel, The Cat, Fangs, Tony, Trey, Vedicky, Verdicree, and ya boy. Thank you. So thank you, everyone, for uh, supporting us, sticking with us now that we're weekly and we made it uh, in time for the big thing, which was our goal. We actually had several weekly episodes before we got here, which I didn't think was going to happen, but better that way than the opposite. But yeah, that's it for this time. We'll see you again next weekend with uh, more Gear 5. But to take us home, Jory, you're always correct predictions for what's going to happen next time. Or in the future, you know, look as far ahead. Use your observation hockey as far ahead as you can. Luffy's going to, like, pull. He's going to, like, reach up and switch off the light at the animator's desk. And he's like, hey, hold on. And he's going he's gonna, to, like... Break free out of the uh, out of the animation cell, and he's gonna he's gonna walk on over to a computer and put uh, headphones on and be like, "Hey, Joe and Jory, thanks for having me on the <laughs> podcast." <laughs> now here I'm here to answer all of your questions, and yes, even though you didn't hit your Patreon goal, I will smoke weed with you. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna smoke that shit that makes us feel like the white Luffy. <laughs> Fuck the shit that made that turned Luffy white. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be particularly great to ask Luffy questions because he's not gonna actually know the answer to any of them. <laughs> no, because he's, he's gonna be in character the whole time. We're, we're gonna ask him like, so what's it like working with Buggy? And he's like, who is that? Who are you how do you feel? About? How do you feel about being Nika the Sun God? And he's like, never heard that name before in my life. It's gonna be great. I'm looking forward to it. He's gonna be in our homes. 
somehow both of our homes at the same time. <laughs> Very excited. I, I I know I should have kept it a surprise that we that we booked Luffy, but I I just couldn't. Yeah. Uh. So we'll we'll definitely. Uh, have that exciting interview for you next. I guess you won't even have to listen to the podcast because it'll be airing on television. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. Thank you, Toei, for uh, yeah. giving us the exposure. Yeah, it's exciting, especially after that shirt thing fell through. <laughs> this is a great. This is a great rebound. We're now bouncing back, gum gum, gum gum rebound style. And until next time, to, to be, be continued. Boing, 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 boing.